0: Yo, what's good? This is Chris, owner of Stafford Studios, back with the second episode of our new podcast, Music, Movies, and Modern Entrepreneurs. I'm so stoked about this episode. Me and some friends got together and did a review of episodes one and two of the brand new Star Wars series, Ahsoka, on Disney+. Plus. This podcast may drop a week or two after the two episodes have premiered, simply because I'm just so uh, busy with my work right now and I've been trying to get all of this podcast stuff under wraps. So I have two really, really good friends and one family member who's actually on this podcast with me. My son, Grayson Stafford, really, really good friend of mine, Zany Madcap, a great musician as well, but a massive Star Wars fan. And I've been pronouncing his last name wrong for several years, but I've known him for over 10 years. Jake Turberville, massive, massive Star Wars fan. Uh, pretty much family member to me. I love this guy to death. So I'm excited to have Zany, Jake, and Grayson on this podcast today, talking about the first two episodes of Ahsoka. So I'm really excited about this. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button so you know whenever these podcast episodes drop. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy today's episode about Ahsoka.
1: This is a moneymaker. Like it's, it's a still a business. Disney's, a, it's still a business. Star Wars is still a business and Star Wars has been around since the seventies. So obviously it stands the test of time. And if they keep throwing so much, so much, so much at us, people are going to get sensitive, sensitized to it or desensitized to it and not want to watch it as much. That's why they've done so well with how they've released
0: things. All right. So we're doing this is our first podcast. Want to introduce who we have on our panel. Uh it's gonna be video wise on YouTube as well, but like on spotted mind stuff. So some of you may be watching, maybe listening. We've we'll been talking about this forever. My name's Chris. Um and my son Grayson over here. Uh the one and only Zany Madcap uh is is joining us. Woo Zany. And Jake Tuberville. Is it Tuberville or Tuberville? Turberville. It's Turberville? Yeah. No it's not with an R? Yeah like Turbo? Yeah. <laughs> How
2: long, been, how long have you known him? We've known each other for I'm not his. No, I'm but
1: nobody friend. gets my last. It's Turberville. And never. I've never. We only fought last. My ID's in my car, but yeah, it's
0: Turberville. Turberville? T-U-R. I've had you on my phone as Tub. And, well, I'm a nickname.
1: Nickname is Tubbs, so it's just, it's nobody has ever spelled my last name right. I just go, I just go with it. <laughs>
0: Well, I feel like a horrible friend. You should never
1: feel like a horrible friend.
0: Well, I I do. I didn't even, like I was saying, it. I'm glad I even asked because I almost said Tuberville, Turberville, Jake Turberville. So all of us just got done watching the Ahsoka episode two. These guys are like incredible friends because last night we were supposed to meet up and watch both episodes together and we didn't because I'm a terrible friend. We got called into works at Tug, Tug Life, not Thug Life, Tug Life, <laughs> and uh... So we canceled. We all watched the first episode on our own. And then we decided as friends and loyal friends that we would not watch a second episode. So we met up tonight. I got delayed by another job and we started watching the episode late. So anyways, we just wanted to give our thoughts on both episodes for those Star Wars nerds who are out there watching and listening. Um, These guys love Star Wars. I, I value their opinion. They're great friends, but they're also just great Star Wars enthusiasts. So it's super late. Uh, Jake's got to drive all the way back to... Mo- I mean, Mobile. Mobile, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah.
3: okay.
0: Mobile. Or, <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> or <laughs> I left the R out of Or
1: S- Sims, Wilmer, Or whatever. Sims, Wellmer. You know, out there. I'm, I'm I'm a ways away.
0: Ballabatchery, Dolphin Island, I don't know. Mobile. So he's got to go drive back. So we're going to make this quick. We're going to do some other ones that will be a little more in-depth. But it's super late. Everybody's had, like, a crazy long you day. Know? And so I just wanted to... Introduce our panel. These guys are great. They know so much about Star Wars. They love Star Wars, and so when I was like, I was thinking we've been I've been talking to Jake for years about doing a podcast, and known Zany for years, and we've we've been we went to countless Star Wars movies together, and me and Jake have gone to movies. So the first part of this podcast basically was going to be about music, movies, and modern entrepreneurs. So we're on the movies part. So anything TV shows, movies entertainment um that's kind of what this is about so anybody out there who loves star wars if you haven't seen ahsoka go see it it's amazing so i'm gonna open it up to jake and zany first let them talk and just kind of what are your thoughts first off like beyond expectations lower than expectations i mean what just what are y'all's initial thoughts after because we literally just stopped watching episode two like credits rolled we came up here hit record yeah so we just came up here we haven't even talked about it yet so what are y'all's what are y'all's first thoughts on the, this first two episodes.
1: It is 100% a continuation of Rebels. And I love it. Like, I, expectations? Just off of episode one, I was like, this is about to be amazing. I love that Filoni is writing it. I loved Rebels probably more than anything else that came out in the recent years. And knowing that this is basically another season of Rebels, it's just called Ahsoka, and they're sticking to everything. And I'm like, yes, this is great. I have a lot of questions, and I feel like this season is going to answer those questions because, like, Sabine's a Padawan. Like, that, I'm I'm very excited about that, but as we saw in Episode 2, she is not Force-sensitive, is what I'm getting from the robot.
0: Or if she at least sucks at it.
3: Like
1: She's very terrible at it.
3: Kind of like Ezra was at first in Rebels, when he was, like, still, like, stealing stuff
1: yeah but he had raw talent like he had he had the he had the raw force that he could just do things she 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 ain't got that
0: well i i even made a comment to jake during the second episode like it just feels like i'm watching rebels like the cinematography of like how they frame certain buildings and certain ships like flying and taking off like it, i literally feel like i'm watching an episode of rebels and he's like yeah because filoni like created it and is directing it yeah. And Jon Favreau is doing a lot of it too, but like it just it feels so faithful to the Rebels. source material. Like yes. it feels like it's very obvious that the same person who wrote Rebels, yes, you wrote know, the said, like yes, like even in the first episode where like um, sorry, Zany, I'm gonna let you talk. So That's far. fine, man. I'm I'm like I'm, I'm geeking out over here. But even the first episode when Ezra's in the hologram and he's talking to Sabine. And he like leans down and kind of scratches his head, like but he does those things. And sure. so it's like it's just super cool to see, like paying homage to. I think it's. I think if they would have had any other director, a writer come in and do the series, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have at, felt the same.
1: It's just a continuation. That's it. How they ended Rebels, where Ahsoka comes and Sabine's standing in front of the thing. That was a that in this episode when she came back and was at the thing at at the mural that was a direct callback to the last episode of Rebels where she was like, we're going to find Ezra. Yeah. And now they're actually...
2: Finding Ezra. They Ever. got
1: something. Well, we don't, know, we don't know what's going on with Ezra.
2: I just got one thing, that my, the thing that struck me the most um, from episode one. Opening scene. I mean, it's, it's an immediate callback to the original trilogy. The first scene, um, large ship approaching from behind. Mm-hmm. It fills up the screen. Okay, perfect. That's, that's exactly what I needed. And then of course a Lambda class shuttle just appears out of nowhere, so that's uh, that that made it for me. Um, I'll just shut up now and let somebody else tell. Uh, me. No, no, oh, no
0: I, I like that. I like that too. Yeah. You're going to hear random dogs on this podcast because I have three ridiculously annoying dogs, and they may then mm-hmm. they may bark. So it's just so everything everything just feels like Star Wars. I know there's a lot of we can we could talk forever about other shows and like. You know there was a lot of people who really liked the Boba Fett series and there's some some episodes felt great some episodes didn't and it's just like it's just so consistent man it's like it literally I just feel like George Lucas and Dave Filoni just like threw up on the table just these great ideas and they executed it with like excellence it's so good it's it's just executed Mm -hmm. so well and it's like it's very the pacing is good like it doesn't
3: feel slow does it feel rushed either
0: yeah I mean it just um it feels good the pacing feels good. I feel it just it feels like a true rebels episode and I think that's awesome because that's what a lot of people when you see these characters like Sabine, um, and I know we haven't seen Zeb in this show yet, but like you know you're immediately brought back to those like emotions and those memories of watching the okay. show and the pacing of rebels and, and it's like they continue that pacing. you know as a videographer, it's like it, the editing and how they how they pace the scenes it just feels so fluid.
1: Yeah, and even in episode one, the, uh, the I guess, like, the mayor or leader of Lethal, that's the same guy that voiced the character. The character?
3: In... The governor they, yeah, there that was, was in the, the jail same guy. that, yeah, that yeah. broke out with Ezra's parents, that's the same, That he voiced the same character. That's yeah. the same guy. So I Think mean...
1: think of that. They brought him in. He's perfect age, and he's been in everything under the sun yes. for the past Dude, 40 years.
0: Yeah, he was even in the John Wick. Like, yeah, uh, he's been in everything. Yeah, he's... So,
3: just, for yes. them
1: to take a voice actor, bring them into a live character actor, and playing the same exact role. Well, that's what they did with Thrawn. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They've done but that I cannot in wait so to many ways. Dawn. But that's, that's why, for one, Disney's done so well with a lot of things they've bought. They, they put people that actually care about the content in charge. So, you, you've got Filoni who's running the show these days. I mean, yes, George Lucas is involved, but Filoni is running Jesus. it. And then you've got Favreau, who just knows so much about it, who cares so much about it. When they direct episodes and when, when you have people that truly care about it, even, I mean, you can take that into um, The Mandalorian when you have uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. When, Fantastic. She, when she directs yes. him, Like you can tell she knows the content. She cares about what she's putting out her episodes have been some of the best in my opinion but these these two with Filoni and Fabro <laughs> perfect
3: Blown us out the water so I far I feel like that they you
0: know that they use different directors in the Mandalorian but you could tell it's not that there were any bad episodes I mean I understand that some some stories are slower paced than the others but you I agree with you completely you can tell when Filoni's got his hand in it and you can tell when like Bryce Dallas Howard like when she directed like man it's so she has such a like
1: she's done how many episodes two or three and they every one of them have been better yeah I mean I I don't know else to say it they just have been and then the last one Filoni did in The Mandalorian was the one where zeb was in it and he was actually sitting in the bar
0: that zeb was in i remember seeing something about that he yeah. was like a stand-in or
1: he was no you just saw him with just, his hat you yeah see his yeah hat. He's, he's got that, hat, that, that, hat. that signature so hat, he was just sitting there he was a he was a stand he was a
3: yeah
0: he's
1: like a filler like he was yeah a filler. he
3: was just sitting in the bar that was it that's so cool i, I remember him I, I remember hearing about that
0: grayson what are your thoughts man
3: like the highway part where she was riding her bike like that was almost in every single episode of Rebels, and you can tell, like on the old communications tower, like in the background and everything, and even like the Lothcats, well, cats, right? Like it was just so cool, like
0: even the sound, like that when that speeder bike is on that stretch of the highway, like it's a, it's a sig- significant it's sound. Same. Well, even when Sabine was like in when she the, scraped it, yeah, yes, like when she's in the hospital after she got stabbed, which I don't know how she survived, but anyways, <laughs> she's laying <laughs> in the bed. She's a main Sandy pointed out, like that's not where she got stabbed. Like, it's not. It's not. But even like the background noise of like the machines, it's the same sound from Empire Strikes Back when Luke is in the little back of the tank and it's like, like those sound effects are just like, ah, it just, like those are the things that I love. It's like the amazing detail. Every detail. And it's just, those are the things that as a a kid, us three grew, literally grew up watching them and certain sound effects like a TIE fighter or a speeder bike on indoor. Like when you hear, when I hear those, yes noises that immediately brings me back to those memories and so just the fact that the directors didn't have to put that in but he they even had like the medical droid standing next to yeah. the other and so it's just like those those things really just make me um excited and just proud to be like a star wars fan and i do know people are going to nitpick you know anything and everything but it's just to me those are the details that i love because it's like they didn't have to do that, but, like, they did. They you know what saying? Like, they didn't have to do that, but, like, they were like, we're going to put this sound... In- they went the extra mile. Yeah, they did. It's like, because they know fans like us are going to hear those sound uh, effects yeah. and, like, and I don't mm-hmm. know. Zany, I need you to talk more. Tell me your, your thoughts and feelings.
2: I don't like being too negative, but I, I can't say everything positive. Um, I felt the... I felt her running down with the speeder bike down the uh the path the pathway there. Um when they were trying to get her to stop and come back. It was we, uh, it was Sabine. I felt it was really top gun ish.
0: Like an angle of her on the bike and her looking at the
2: Well the whole scene. I, I didn't I I didn't see a need for it. It yeah. it just seemed like a scene to I'll show you I can do this and you're nothing I can do I can I just, I don't know. I just it didn't seem necessary, and I was just that's one.
0: I wasn't feeling the scene until the very end when the, like the pilot looked at her and he was like, "I'll let you go." She kind of took off. I eventually mean, I, it was cool.
3: I like how I like how they're like portraying her personalities from the show and the show. She was very stubborn and like bold and like like exactly how she is in the real action show. And I just like how they're including that because it's showing how stubborn she is. Well, she's a Mandalorian. I mean
1: True. through and through. True. She's, She's a Mandalorian. Mandalorian. She's, She's not, not gonna, gonna do, do what it. anybody tells her to do.
0: I'm excited to see what what happened between Ahsoka
1: Ahsoka. Yes. I am uh that is that's my biggest question, and I they've gotta to touch on it because it because you know it has something to do with Ezra. That's very clear. You know that she was training her as a Padwan and that didn't work out. At the end of it, at the end of Rebels. Ahsoka was not a Jedi. She was not claiming to be a Jedi, and she was saying, "You know, no, I left the order." She's more of a gray Jedi than anything, which is, I think that's. I still think she's going that route, and I think that's where Sabine would go, and as well, because if you're being trained by somebody that's a gray Jedi, that's where you're probably going to go. But I'm really interested in that because it's that's a totally different. She would be. The second Mandalorian that wielded a lightsaber, technically, like a true Mandalorian, should be the second one. And then you have Grogu, who is a Mandalorian, but he is a, uh, he's a Mandalorian now, but he's going to wield a lightsaber at some point. He has to. I mean, he just, it's going to happen. If Sabine truly is wielding a lightsaber, which I know she had the darksaber in Rebels, but that was more of a a power thing. She did, she did train with the darksaber though. She did with Ezra. So she's been trained by Ezra. Now she's and been, Kanan, and Kanan, and now she's being trained by Ahsoka with her own lightsaber. So. It's very interesting, and I want to know more about
0: it. I'll say I, when I, she I, when she ignited that green lightsaber and she was fighting the Inquisitor or the robot. No, no, it was the, the girl. Yeah, the girl. The girl. girl. It's like something about seeing a green and red saber just always brings me back it's for so turn of this Jedi. Really, it, like,
3: it's like so good.
0: I mean, it's just it's it's awesome. Like, and it was I know that it's, it brings uh, back Luke, Luke and Vader. Yeah, it just um it just something about seeing those two colored sabers on a one on one fight just it just does something it, to me. Two
3: Speaking yeah. of the Inquisitor. I wonder how because this is after Return of the Jedi, Palpatine's gone, Empire's in shambles, Vader's gone. How are there still Inquisitors going on when they're when the two people holding lightsabers claim themselves as mercenaries because they said that they were hired by the girl? So I wonder how.
1: So you got to think about it. Palpatine's not technically gone; he's on that other planet building 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 his
3: fleet. The the last Empire
1: they cl- I mean that's Final that's where all this goes together with The Mandalorian and and this, because you know that the Empire is secretly building something in the background. So I like the sequels. <laughs> but yeah, this I, I don't
3: well, I mean I, I like some of them. I like there there were there was moments. moments. They did a lot of things they
1: didn't treat certain characters how they needed to be treated. I'm
0: yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're not gonna this this is not what this is about. Right?
3: um ray 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 skywalker but i have a feeling i have a feeling
0: that
1: ahsoka is by the end of this season or if they do another season it's gonna lead into what we see like oh yeah of course well that'll probably that'll that'll come up but like i have a feeling it's gonna set up a lot of things we didn't know about about the final order and how they were infiltrated into the uh republic which we saw in this episode how you go to one station and the whole thing is an empire it's it's an empire fleet but oh no we're recovered imperials that are working for the republic because we care about money no yeah you're greedy but you're you're for the empire so you're you're totally building all this stuff doing things off the books to help be build palpatine's fleet
2: yeah
1: or or get ready for Admiral Thrawn to come back because that's the rumor in the galaxy. So, which from what I know about Thrawn is he was very, very powerful and he plays a big part in the whole timeline up until the sequel, until the final order. And so I'm, I'm interested to know what happens with that. I hope they do multiple seasons because there's so much they could keep doing or they could just say, okay, Ahsoka. And then season two is, okay, we're back to Reb. We're just gonna go back, yes, Because we, you'll get yeah. a, hopefully we get Ezra back, and I think he's gonna. Like show up at the last episode? I, I wonder. Hope, you know, I wonder.
3: I wonder. I don't him want and,
1: that to happen, but it, it might. It, it probably will.
0: They've already shown his face in the holog, hologram or holoc the blue thing, and I'm like, <laughs> so we've we've seen his face, and I'm like, I just hope we get at least two good episodes with him, two or three. Like, yeah, I hope. I don't want it to be a last episode.
3: But like, here's the thing: if Ezra. Sorry, this is off topic, but if Ezra and Thrawn both went to the galaxy, how
0: how are they separated?
3: Yeah, how are they separated? Because they were on the same ship, and they went to the same place at the same time.
1: I don't. I don't think. I don't think they are separated. I think Thrawn has Ezra, like in a cell. Not, not don't sure, that's kill a good him point. Because if
3: because if Sabine has his lightsaber, he has no way to defend himself besides the force. But Thrawn has Thrawn is a bad jamma.
1: and he is a straight up. He's
3: like the Star Wars version of John Wick. <laughs> well, he's so they killed the star. So from
1: <laughs> from what I know, so if we if we want to bring in like past stuff, Thrawn fought with Anakin during the Clone Wars at on one of the things. So that he he knew who Vader was. He knew that he was Anakin Skywalker. That's going to come up in this season. There, there's no way around it because. Now that Ahsoka has a Padawan, she they're obviously going to talk about how Anakin was her, you know, was her master. That's going to happen. Thrawn was one of the most intelligent when it came to war tactics. He was. That, I mean, there's no ways around that. So if Ezra outsmarted him, only because he had the Force and he had those sensitivities with animals, like that's the only reason why I outsmarted him. He knew that if he sat there, got those. Space wells—I don't know exactly what they're called—but uh, and and they showed those in episode two in the uh, behind the clouds.
3: They did. I Why saw that. See that. Yeah, you heard the noises. You heard the noises.
1: Oh yeah, you're gonna
3: have to go back and
1: watch that. Saw him behind the clouds. So he out, he outsmarted Thrawn, not by being a great tactician Ta- tactically yeah, tactically so he, he didn't outsmart him. him he just was like oh i'm i got the force on my side and these things are force sensitive <laughs> we're taking us ourselves to another galaxy because they're about to jump that was it that's the only reason why lothal was saved um and he went without anything so yeah you get to where you're going what do you think is going to happen you're going to be overpowered you're going to be thrown in a cell so i think they're together i think they are going to it's going to run a very their their fates are Inter- interwe- inter- intertwined so whatever happens to Thrawn is going you know, to happen to Ezra which is sad but and it's I, just I how like it
0: that the, from a storytelling side of it you've got you've got two missions it's like obviously Ahsoka and Sabine and everybody they're trying to find Ezra and then you've got the same stop where they're trying to find Thrawn so it's like you see you see the light side and the dark side both searching for this thing and so it's like it's it's cool because you get to see I don't even both know, sides of it I don't know what planet they were
3: on with the red trees I, I couldn't tell either it looked on the map it looked like towards the outskirts of the galaxy which if if the people that built the little shrine area whatever you want to call it on the planet I wonder I wonder if the, the people that built it are in the galaxy that Thrawn and Ezra in if they went back to build or if they just stayed there and I, there's so many questions. Uh, like
1: I think it's the sisters of Darth, uh, Mare? Yeah, Darthmire. Darth all oh, that. I'm pretty sure. It, well, because she said that in the Morgan says in episode one that's her ancestors.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. In like the season of Mandalorian, where Ahsoka first shows up, and she kills all those dudes in the woods, and she has a one on one. That's the girl. She. That had the uh, the uh,
1: the spear. spear yeah, oh. so the best spear.
3: Yeah, that's her. Same, yeah, same they had those same ones. robots and everything. Yeah, yeah I think that's the same,
1: Ahsoka same girl. Ahsoka did not kill her. She trapped. She took her and gave Mando the best car spear, and they took her. So the, we're picking up. Oh. We're picking up from there. Basically, is that they were transporting oh. her oh. and oh. she oh. got oh. out,
0: that's broke her out of prison in the first.
1: That's yeah,
3: that's a great point.
1: Which, I'm not convinced that. The two, the two people that broke her out. I'm not convinced they're inquisitors. I yeah. think they've got from from just seeing how they are. She is she she is wearing the the the, the, the she's got the pat she's got the Padawan, Padawan braid. Yes, yes, they have red lightsabers. But he was trained as a Jedi. Even in the last moments, he says it would it be a shame to kill Ahsoka Tano because she's one of the last Jedi. And she said something, and he goes, "That's no, the truth." Like,
3: bro, yes,
1: and. I think they've got an ulterior motive for when Thrawn gets back. Hmm. I think I think that they're they're bad and they are mercenaries. But I don't I, I don't want to say they that they I don't want to say that they are inquisitors or a Sith or anything like that because it could be that they've just went down a bad path. What, yeah, what which, I
3: got from her, what I got from her is that she was almost like like, se- like second guessing the lady, like the lady in charge, like whenever she was like, whenever she was like a witchcraft and all that. So she was like, you're a witch. And she was like, no, and something like that. So it, what I took from her, from the white, the girl with the white hair, is that she was second guessing and not fully trusting the witch girl. Or-
0: well, when she was even asking, like, what's what does that mean for us? He was like, you know, it when Thrawn returns, it's going to be war. There's power. People, it's going to be this and power. And she's like, well, what does that mean for us? So it's kind of like they're almost classified. I think that's a great point. It's like they're almost classifying themselves. They're not rebels. They're not, you know, empire. They're, like, in this gray area.
3: Yes. Like a gray, like a gray, ver- instead of being a great Jedi, they're almost like a gray Sith, where so they're almost, like, in the middle, like, don't know where they're at yet.
1: They they want the power. And that can mean so many things when it comes to Star Wars. It, it Because, I mean, they could, to them, they could think that Ezra is the power if they get him back. That's what they could think. That's a good point. Because... You you know that that Sabine and Sindula and Ahsoka they want Ezra back because they love him they care about him. Well, what if you go back to, and this is you know I know we all know now that Leia got trained as a Jedi but she did not follow that path. Well, Yoda always said no, there's another. Well, years later we find out oh well here's Ezra hit him and him and Luke are roughly around the same age.
3: Because him, because remember in Rebels when Yoda and Ezra met in the first time, it was first in the Jedi Temple on the fall. then it was then he heard his voices, then it was in the space area. Remember I told you I got like the space thing. I think I think him and Ezra have a connection because he was like, because Yoda was like, there's another. I, I like that point how Leia, but technically she wasn't. Yeah, she walked away kind of like Ahsoka did. So I think what Yoda meant by another was Ezra, and by Yoda reaching out to Ezra was him being the second one. So I think I think Ezra and Luke might have something going on because yes,
1: then they do the face thing. One thousand percent that should happen mm-hmm. because even in Rebels, didn't they, they had an episode where Leia was in it?
3: Yeah, they had to see it.
1: and then they had. They also didn't they have an they had an where episode where Luke was in it because it was the one where Maul and uh, Obi Wan finalized everything. That was the best way to say it. I mean, well, I'm like alive. Epic Let's scene, yes. It was an epic scene. I mean, it was it was amazing. Emotional. It was amazing, but I think that it could. I think with them because it's so like. It's too easy just to be like, oh, yeah, they're inquisitors. Yes, they've got an inquisitor with them now, and that's fine. But old dudes hold on to a lot of Jedi. Like,
3: he's all, cause, cause he, Cause he, he's the one that he they is the dedicated
1: one that passed the away. first yeah. episode to.
0: He did. He passed away. Ray? So, his his name, the actor's name is Ray, and he, he passed away a couple weeks or months ago. And at the end of episode one, it said to our friend, or for our friend Ray, so he's it's in his memory, which yeah. which sucks that he's that he's gone. But I mean, it's still
3: cool to see one of his. last Yeah, be sung so cool. And back to him, he did go back to where he was like back in the Jedi Order. He was talking about past events, how he learned things from the Jedi Order. He was like fairy tales, and like we learned that this was like so and so. So
0: he's obviously point- carrying some some past of some Jedi. Well, women. he he made it through Order sixty six.
3: Yeah, yeah, you got
1: to you, you, you got to think. Yeah, he, like, he made it through, through Order sixty six, and he has a pad one.
0: Bro, what if Cal Kestis shows up in this?
3: If Cal Kestis shows up in this,
0: we gonna have a good. What if there's like Luke, Ahsoka,
3: Cal, and Ezra,
0: Ezra, Sabine, and they are like Jedi Academy. The, the or. Oh, so good. I don't know. If, what
3: if? What if? Uh,
0: what if I know Ezra, some people don't play the video games do. or the you know we do Fallen Order. But well, I'm just saying some people don't. So, but like Cal Kestis is a. Uh, youngling who basically he survived. He survived Order Sixty Six and kind of became a, a Jedi and has been living off the
3: now, map. What if? What if? Because remember in the Last Jedi when Luke was like, I did have academy and Ben was in it and Ben took some people with him, so that must have been the Knights of Ren. But like the people he killed, what if it was actually like, like what if ever Ezra was in that academy? Like what if the people training now or Jedi's now. We're in Luke's academy. So like Ezra, what if Grogu was in there? What if Cal was in there? Like in the academy that Luke was training and then left there's
1: I don't think Grogu would be there. Yeah. Th- did he he's he's done. But he knows how to wield a lightsaber. So he's gonna have one. That's just gonna happen. You know he, his uh
0: his Mandalorian daddy's gonna show him how to swing that Exactly. That's, I mean that's people in yeah. half. Um
1: but you're very. I mean, you could be very right about that. That whenever the whole fallout with Kylo Ren, Ben, and um, Luke happened, we don't know who all was we at the account. Yeah, we don't because we know it that they a, were building it when jazz, we saw where they were building. Or
3: what? What if? What if like there were mentors or something? What if like Ezra was teaching force sensitive kids?
0: It's
1: very. Because remember very when possible. they
3: were on the gambling planet, and then there was a kid. I'm so way off topic right now remember, in where they were like on the gambling camp planet, and at the end, at the horses, there was the little kid that looked up, or something like that. With the yeah, prim- with the broom, prim- yes, he was like someday or something like that. I remember that too.
0: Yeah,
1: that Ooh. that's how that would go because, you know, and they're talking about doing another one, and it's weird that she was like, "I'm Rey Skywalker," which I mean, I doubt she wants to be Rey Palpatine. People are going like, "Oh, mm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> your grand, murder- your grandpa's a murderer." Hitler, um, can he's we say pretty my- terrible?
3: <laughs> <laughs> But uh, um, what's your last
0: I'd drop that last name too, but
1: yeah, well, that's I mean, a good point. I, I would for sure drop that last mm-hmm. name, but I do think like that's there's a there's so many. This can't be all packed into one season. Oh, Disney mm. does not do that. They they know this they make you, you wait. wait. Well, then this is a money maker, like it's that's it's, a, it's a still a business. Disney's a, it's still a business, Star Wars is still a business, and Star Wars has been around since the 70s, so obviously it stands the test of time. And if they keep throwing so much, so much, so much at us, people are going to get sensitized to it or desensitized to it and not want to watch it as much. That's why they've done so well with how they've released things. I mean, Boba Fett was a okay was a basically a pause saying, "Oh, we're going to show you a little bit about Boba Fett, but it's really like a continuance of Mandalorian." Because mm-hmm. once once Mando got involved, you're like, eh, "Boba Fett's cool, but
0: Mando's here." Yeah. <laughs> And there were some great moments in yeah, that. There, there were
3: some amazing moments There were some moments moments in it. There was like, amazing moments where I explained like what happened to him and all that. But it was a mid show, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't. It is definitely not the best Star Wars show. Like as of right now, the best Star Wars show is Mandalorian. But Ahsoka, after two episodes, bring in with everything they brought in, a, a live action show because Rebels is one of the best. Yeah, shows. Rebels. Endor
0: was pretty good. It was Andor. Oh yeah, it was Andor just, was good. It was just it, different. Well, it was there was yes. no
1: there was no no Jedi in it. There was it was it was truly about the rebel and becoming. And I, I've heard they were going to make a possible season two of Andor.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's going to be it, it, if they do. It'll lead straight into. It's just hard to have Star Wars without Jedi or lightsabers. I know you can, but it's just—it's—it's just it's, so, it's hard. It, it's just uh, such just such a staple of the franchise. It's like so when I see Ahsoka like freaking slicing through robots,
3: and, that just gets me hyped yeah. up, you know? Like
1: no, it's it's perfect. Like I mean, it is it, like
0: we you can... need shows like Andor so that when shows like this come along, we can <laughs> we can You'll appreciate it. it. You appreciate it, yeah. So I just want to touch real quick again on the actual ahsoka show that rosario dawson when she was cast and she first showed up in mandalorian all i she was great and i loved every her in every second but like i still saw her as an actress i guess because i've seen her in so many other things but like episode two like i saw ahsoka yes she has picked up she's done so many of the mannerisms that ahsoka does in the show like she's always calm she's always got her hands folded calm
3: collected like, always hidden like, like thinking hitting.
0: about things yeah and um i don't know it's just it's not that she didn't do a good job i'm just saying for me i guess it just took time like when chris evans was cast as captain america like all i saw was human torch you know because it's like chris evans was like he played another marvel character he's hot i i meant and um and so it's just like at first I was like all I saw was Chris Evans I didn't see Steve Rogers but now every time I see Chris Evans I'm like that's freaking Steve Rogers you know what I'm saying that's kind of how I feel about Ahsoka it's like the first couple times I saw her as great as the makeup and the headset and everything is it was like she did great and you know her her mannerisms everything is just great about it but the, like something about her eyes I feel like from episode one to episode two. Like, even her eyes changed. Like, there was parts at the... You, her eyes just tell a story, you know? Like well, I wasn't going there, but that's uh, a great deep thought, Grayson. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that's what that's what I took from it. Like, like that's what I took. The shape
0: of her eyes, but it was, like, something about... Like, she literally... There were times where she looked like... And I know they didn't do this, but it looked like they... It, it looked like her face was kind of physically matching Ahsoka from the cartoon. And it was just really cool. Like, I, I didn't see rosario dawson like one of my favorite movies is the is the dark knight and i never saw heath ledger as the joker it was always the joker and i think that's what made him what made him so good in that too is like you didn't see him as the actor so anyway i think she's the perfect age i think she's the perfect actress to do it and um this was episode two was the first time that i was like i forgot who was playing ahsoka i strictly saw the character it was like so it was really cool. Like, I mean, um, I, I, there's no hate. I'm not saying she's not perfect. Everyone out there is going to cancel me, but I'm not saying she's not perfect. I'm not. It's nothing she did or the story. It was just me personally. I, um, because she was, she's been in so many things. Like, even she was in Daredevil for a couple seasons. It was like I, I just see her, and every time you, sometimes when you have a famous actor or actress that's been in other things, that's all you see when you see them on screen. And so, but, but this, the first episode was great too. But there were just moments in this that I literally was like, I didn't think that I was looking at Rosario Dawson. I was like, I'm literally looking... At Ahsoka. At Ahsoka. And Hera is the same way. Like, when I first saw her, I'm like, I don't really... That doesn't look like Hera's... Yeah. But th- this season, it does. Like, the the conversations that they're having are deep and the... the um Connection. The dialogue between Hera and Ahsoka and between Hera and Sabine. It's just... It's so good it's so good and i just i think that they have created something really special for people like us and for people who just may just now be getting into star wars you know i think that there's a lot of strong female leads in this series so the people who are all about you know they want to see more there's females. only been female characters, you know but it, characters. but they're great i mean i think that they're i think they're doing great i hope to see zeb I hope to see I hope to see Zep. I want to see everyone on screen.
1: You never know. We mm. might get a flashback to Kanan. R.I.P. If they get the voice actor that played him, that's going to be...
0: Well, what if they just do the whole world between worlds thing and...
3: Because that's... No, because... No, 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 no. Because that's what Ezra tried to do, remember, and Ahsoka stopped him.
1: He did it. He, that's why Ahsoka... That's why Ahsoka's alive.
3: <laughs> alive. No, but he was trying to get Kanan, but she stopped him because she... Because if he got Kanan they don't the, want to mess up all the things so if them so if he's trying to go back to world between worlds i feel like ahsoka wouldn't allow him to go back and get kanan because she stopped him in rebels that that was a great point of him trying to go back but since she already stopped him, i feel like that she tried to stop him again because it'd be i don't know because she's tried to
1: yeah no he's I, there might i think there will be some flashbacks with him in it, and i hope they get
0: i heard hayden christensen is supposed to I've heard he's going to be. Innocent. His voice was in the freaking trailer. He's like, Ahsoka, you can do this. I'm like. I, I, I'm
1: I, pretty sure there's going to be flashbacks in this season. And if they do it right with Hayden and everything. oh, And if they get Freddie Prince Jr. to come and he's the voice actor for Kanan. If they get him. Because he will do it. He, He's already said he would do it. He already did his voice in uh, yep. whatever. The Last Jedi or whatever. Or with
0: uh, Rey. Like his yeah. voice was
1: in it with all the other Jedi's.
0: Um, if that happens, I will melt into a pile of bantha fodder. Then that's like, be done forever.
1: Well, they can they can do so much with this because nobody wanted Rebels to end. Yeah, I do. nobody wanted it. To, everybody no. wanted it the next season where they found Ezra and they brought him back. That's what we're getting, but we're getting it in live action.
0: It's freaking awesome, and
1: they could Felony can write the heck. Out of some Star Wars stuff,
0: he can man. He just... just
1: knows it. He's passionate about it. And
0: did he do anything with Bad Batch? Did he write? Did he... Yeah.
1: Then he, uh, I don't think if he, he
0: created or I'm does. pretty sure he created it. But like, like, see, that even fits. It just, I don't know. I'd love to see. I like. I like
1: are we too. are we going to get a Rex appearance this season? Oh, get it because it's so good. Co- like, are we gonna are we gonna get that? Because he was. They, they have... have now confirmed that he was on the Battle of Endor. And he's in the he movie. Was.
3: Yeah, that's the that's the old guy with the white beard. It was the, yeah. that's him. That's the guy. That's
1: what I'm saying. So they did confirm it. Yeah. So it does line up. But it how far like okay, so from the end of Rebels, like how many years are we out? That's what I want to know because I don't truly know that right. I don't know what the true timeline is. I can good google question. it and I will for the next one. I'll yeah. find all, all this information.
0: There's Times time. in, the, in the episodes where I'm like, "Okay, like so what exactly I need like a BBY. I need I need to know a, battle or b- before the battle of Yavin for the people who don't know. Um I need to, I need to know. Like I understand when Mandalorian, the first season of Mandalorian took place 5 years after Return of the Jedi. They set that up. We know that. But like I need a year. I need to
3: know. Yes. How I, that's a good that's a good world. point because some, because some things in Ahsoka go back with Rebels, which is during Return of the Jedi. But there's some things that go with Mandalorian later in the season, but that's five years after. So that's a good point. I wonder where and when
1: and. And that's what we we know. What, we can well, I mean, we can try to pull up a timeline of, and if that's how you want to, if we want to go about it, we can do. Here's a timeline for the Mandalorian. Where's a timeline for Ahsoka? And then we can also say, okay, we'll pull in Rebel because this is a this is spit obviously a. Continuance of Rebels. There's no Pures.
0: There's
3: no doubt about it. It's a there's, spinning there's, image, there's, there's spinning nothing image. Else. So
0: the image, I'm telling you, like the the framework, and like even when the the lethal cats are like poking their head out
3: of the court system. Owls. like that's exactly. What if we see Lolf wolves? The the four sensitive yeah. wolves. There's so
0: many just Whew. great shots and the framing and the editing, and it's like it's just pure. For people who have never watched Rebels, they may not understand <laughs> like the excitement that we have or other people have. But you still, you that's what it feels like to watch Rebels is when you watch Ahsoka. So I don't I don't know. I mean, obviously I feel like you would need to watch Rebels to really understand, and in Clone Wars. Or, to or
3: late, later in Rebels.
0: And to understand what's going on. But I think that Disney does a good job, too, of, like, even if you haven't seen, you know, you can kind of jump in. Like, my daughter, Andy Grace, hasn't seen all that, but she was interested in the show. Like, you can watch it and be entertained, but. I just think that there's so many good things happening. The cinematographer, who I'll have to look up his name, whoever was it on these two episodes, um, it's just it's just great. Like, the framing is beautiful, and the uh, the music, there's really cool sound design and sound effects when they were on that planet with the red trees. They were like these dark, ominous sounds that I haven't yes. heard in Star Wars before. Like, I'll have to go back and watch it, but I just love this the sounds, and I listen to the, the music there were a couple times where i was like they're about to play yoda's theme and then it like was one no difference or like leia's yeah. theme and i'm like are they about to no
3: yeah they played that for you probably it was I, I, know, I thought they were gonna play
0: the actual star wars theme and it's like they lead you into it and it's yes, one no different yeah like, yes. why are they doing
3: this to me it's, it's a, yes
0: but it's so good and just i mean i like how we all have different opinions you know grayson was born bef- after the prequels uh, you know, we grew up on the original trilogy, and so it's like we all have these different viewpoints and I like that we're all seeing Ahsoka tie into the larger Star Wars universe and can like I think Jake hit the nail on the head, there's just questions. There's so many questions um that I, I at first I thought these two red lightsaber wielding people were inquisitors, but I think Jake, you're right that it's um, there's something more. Yeah, they're not inquisitors.
3: They're holding not, on to something. And, and they're not Sith either. Usually this yes, cover he's, their face. Yeah, because he's, he's holding on to something, and it's affecting her because she's second-guessing guessing the witch, and he was, like, holding on to something. So I really I think that's a good point. Because the Inquisitors they were with, that's a good point. They cover up their face and, like, don't show.
0: I just want to point out one more thing. I know we could probably talk for hours, but uh, oh, yeah. I want to point out one more thing. Zany made a cool point when she when she's Sabina's getting her armor out. And just a small stuff like that, like, it's... It sounded heavy. It sounded heavy. He was like, her armor sounds heavy. Like, that's the stuff that, like, that makes storytelling great. Like, even though, like, Zany said, it was probably, what, PVC or ABS? ABS. Yeah, it could be something. But, like, they made it because Beskar is heavy, you know? Like, they, they make it those small details for people like us. Like, that means a lot to me because I'm like, you care enough about the story and about this universe and about the consistency between the movies and the TV shows just the smallest thing of how something sounds when you put it on the ground it's like it it sounds heavy but it's also like emotionally heavy like it yeah. was such a scene when she was when she knelt down and she pulled her helmet up it reminded me a lot of when Boba Fett held Jango Fett's head she was knelt down in the dark yeah, and yeah, holding up the helmet and looking at it and it was just such a cool m- moment and i'm like i just i love the fact that they're they use the previously made movies and TV shows and sound effects to tie in and it'd be such a consistency and a branding, um, which most people probably don't think that way, but just for me, I, I love it because it makes me feel like I'm like, it's one big story. When you use sound effects and, you know, colors and, and music and scores, it just, it makes it feel like it's all one big consistent story. And like Jake said, it is, it is literally the next season, of rebels like it just is a and i even said that a couple of times we're like watching I'm, i'll am I look up at jake i'm like this feels like freaking rebels like it's <laughs> it's like page for page like it's like it's so crazy how you can have a cartoon which I, it is it an animated show and it's an amazing it's, show it really it's, is, it's, is. It's, watch it's, it if
1: you haven't if you yeah, haven't I watched have rebels
0: freaking watch it. rebels Fantastic. but you, you can go from an animated show that was how well how long ago did the last season of rebels air
3: wasn't it, like, the last
1: was it, season? Was it before COVID? Like, wasn't it? It was yeah. before COVID.
3: So as
0: as Jake's looking this up on his phone, to, where I'm going with this is, like, you have an animated series that ended years ago, and then you've got a live-action series with actors that we've never seen in these roles, and it, it's it, it just goes to show that when you have the right person directing and editing and storyboarding and storytelling and, and writing and all this other stuff that, like, you can literally, like, t- the time difference between stories, it doesn't matter. Like, Rogue One, one of, the, one of my favorite Star Wars movies, and that literally took place, and it was, like, seconds before A New Hope started. And it's, like, there's just the the consistency of it is, is awesome that you can take an animated show, six years.
1: Six years. 2017. Uh, six over, years, and they uh, literally, 16, 20, I can tell you right now, this show brought me right back to where I was in 2017 when they what ended,
3: grade, I, what grade was I in? that was six, I was in I was in 3rd grade when that show when that season came out for I don't know what it's I don't know what it's like to be normal
0: cuz I feel like the four of us aren't normal when No like stuff but like just like you're saying well, the opening scene is a direct callback I know it's late we got to stop talking about this forever but the opening scene is a direct callback and it's like when you see when you see images like that and you grew up on those images or you have such an emotional connection with those images and then you see something like that six years later, like how does that make y'all feel? Yeah, like like,
3: like I know I know I didn't grow up on like the originals or anything, but I know and I know there's so many shots of like ships flying over like the cameras and all that. But I really feel like that this show, like when I saw that, it just brought me right back to like remember, like it brought me right back to when he first introduced me to the originals. Like it just. It just reminded me of, like, a, like the original shots of it, the shots of Rebels, like, all kinds of different things. Like, even just, like, the smaller,
0: smallest so little for, things. For someone, that's a cool point, Grayson. I appreciate you sharing that. And it's, and it's, it's for, for the older people, as we end, we'll close with this. How does it, like, how, how can you explain, how would you explain it to someone who doesn't, who may not be such as a big Star Wars fan as maybe we are? How is it, like, What what are your thoughts? Like, how does that make you feel as growing up literally from kids, as kids collecting the old toys and like you know seeing star wars material and content that's made at such a high quality and level of excellence like can you try to explain how, how that like that thought process of like i don't know if i'm even making sense but it's like it's hard to explain to people who who aren't such big fans that that like one shot of a live action series that you've never seen can bring back so many like emotions and connections to previous star wars content and it's like like how did that feel when you like what kind of emotions i don't know if i'm making sense but
1: i think you're making sense it's hard to explain an emotion because this is like you said we've all grown up with this so when we see it it's ingrained in us like it's like yes that's what i wanted i wanted to see that the fact that they opened up with the, the original they like the
0: the text scroll.
1: The text scroll. Yeah. I mean,
2: wasn't
0: it quite and, 3D, but it, but
3: it was. Still, they, yeah. But yeah. they
1: did it in what? They did it in red, wasn't it red? Blue. Yeah, but it was blue. It was blue. Okay. I
3: thought it was red. I can't.
1: I, I don't know. It I was. But a color. either way, the, it wasn't yellow. The fact that they opened up with that. <laughs> they opened up with that, and then they came in with, with the, the ship. ship. Yeah. That is Star Wars at its best. Yeah. And as far as an emotion, I'm just happy. Like I'm. I'm so happy to see. That's something I've loved since I was, I mean, young. My mom introduced me to Star Wars because her and my dad went and saw it in 77 when they were seniors in high school. My mom was like, you're going to like this. And I absolutely loved it, you know? you know, I've I've loved it since I can remember. I can remember being sick and being like, oh, I'm going to put on Star Wars because I don't have anything else to do today.
0: I would watch Empire Strikes Back like multiple times in one day and then just not get tired of it and just not get tired of it.
1: No, but and so story. think of that, and think of how much we've expanded on that universe. That's what I get excited about. Like I'm so excited about this because of how much it's grown and how many different stories we have. Boa Fett is amazing. He is one of an one of the most iconic characters from the original trilogy. We know so much more about him, but then you introduce all these other things from the Clone Wars, from Rebels about. The Mandalorians themselves, and I'm—I love the Jedi. A but the Mandalorians are so cool. Like, they're what awesome. else can you say? Like, they're—they're—they literally built their stuff from Beskar and did things so they could fight Jedi without having, Jenna. without being Force sensitive. It's so so awesome. everything they've done is to nice. to straight up fight.
0: Jedi, Jedi, without being Force-sensitive.
1: Like Clo- that's just amazing. Like, that's so cool.
0: Then well, he said it on me a couple of years ago, and I don't, I can't quote it, but he said, like, what a time to be alive with all this Star Wars content. Like, you know, the people who, who grew up watching the original trilogy and may have passed away. Or, you know, like, this time in era in life where we have all this content. It, you know, Zany was like, I'll, I'll always love everything Star Wars because it's Star Wars, and, you know, it's every... It's like a, just this one big book. Like, every chapter may not be as great as the chapter before it, but it's all tied into this big story, and, you know, I, I just... I, I'm not hating on, like, Star Trek, because it does suck, compared to this, or, like, Harry Potter. But, like, you know, people... like Harry Potter's lame. This is a franchise that, like, I don't think anything else, besides, like, maybe superheroes, because they were around in, like, the 30s or something, but, you know, we've had... We have, you know, Jake, you said we have so much history and so many years of content... pull from that like when people like us who were nearly 40 that kind of hurts to say you know see something like this like the inner kid in us is pulled out so it's like i just i can't think of any other fan base
3: it's it's almost like a big family tree it's like it starts off with the originals and then it breaks off into all these different separate storylines and all kinds of other things that make star wars star wars i just
0: i don't think there's any other fan base or franchise that has been around this i could be wrong but it's been around this long that has this type of fan base that can still tell new stories but emotionally capture everything that we as grown men and as kids on the inside, as as younglings in the Jedi Temple, we you know, like we just we love, I think Jake, you said it right, man. It's just I'm satisfied. I'm very happy and I I I just feel I'm just very happy that that they have trusted the right people to put in the director's spot and the writer's spot, like they trusted Filoni. I'm glad that Filoni had his chance with because everything he's done is built up to this you know what i'm saying everything they trusted him with and and george lucas and you know they created ahsoka and all these all these things so it's like you know you have the clone wars and you have rebels and you have mando then now you have ahsoka so it's like it just goes to show that like trust the creative people you know what i'm saying like the people who know what they're doing and so i'm just i'm really happy that they hit this one on the head And I think that because this show is doing so well, and I can only imagine, I don't know how many episodes are in this season, but I I think there's going to be more seasons to come and more new characters and more uh, stories to tell.
1: I think this opens up for a season, even though we're saying Ahsoka is season five of Rebels, it's not. This definitely opens up for a live action season five of Rebels. I mean, it, it does, but what I like about Star Wars is that, yes, I'm always going to throw back to Vader because he's the ultimate all-time best villain ever. And he and but and he and he was redeemed. So remember that, he was redeemed. But I love the fact that Star Wars can get away from the Skywalker saga and take on so many different avenues and tell us so many different stories. That's what I love about Star Wars. It's yes, we can say that every movie has been about the Skywalker saga Whatever, that's fine. But now, when you've watched the Clone Wars, you've watched Rebels, you're watching Ahsoka, you're watching Mandalorian, you're getting into the underworld of Star Wars, and that's where all the cool stuff takes place.
0: I know it's late. You might have anything else you want to say about the Ahsoka show. I know it's it's, it's our first podcast. We're all excited and nerds, and we're like straight off of a high of watching episode two. By the way, these are the best friends ever. They did not watch. I think I'm assuming they didn't. Oh, I didn't watch. They didn't watch episode two. They waited. Like, that's how much they love me. Y'all. y'all need friends like I have. They're the best. They're the best ever. They were like, hey, we're not going to watch episode two because we were supposed to watch both episodes last night and just whatever. And we couldn't. So we all watched episode one on our own and then two together tonight. Jake drove like 45 minutes to an hour. He's got to go all the way back home. So, I mean, anybody else have any, anything else they want to say before we wrap it up? And, you know, um, Zany, anything else you want to say? Zany is the wise uh Yoda who just sits in the back and yeah <laughs> makes me question everything I know about Star Wars. This dude knows so much. And Jake too. So, anyway, I'm so glad to have you guys on this podcast. Jake Turberville. <laughs> That's just so weird saying that. Turberville? Turber or Turba? Turber. Turber. Yep. Yeah. I'm such an idiot for not knowing that. Um anyways, uh Jake uh, Turberville and Zany Madcap, find them on Instagram and on Facebook. We're going to we're going to keep this going and we'll do many more podcasts for Star Wars movies and TV shows and Grayson and Chris, uh, Jake Turberville and uh, Zadie Badcap. Uh, give us a like and subscribe. I'm not sure which platform we are streaming on, probably iTunes and Spotify, but we're going to we're going to post the video to YouTube so you can look at our beautiful faces and our R2D2 and then we'll post the audio on um, other things. So just want to say thank you to our guests. Y'all are my first podcast guests for the movies and entertainment portion of this podcast so I'm excited and involved here blush. we're gonna do more this is just the beginning so for everyone listening may the force be with you and Always. we will see you next time yep <laughs>